Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... We going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's KO hyphen FI.com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So. Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Oxley, the OD Rock D Living Stage. Woo! Well, how y'all doing this morning? Hope you're doing well. You know, I, um, I got an opportunity to uh, listen to some of those uh, speeches from the uh, RNC. I got to tell you, it takes a special type of person to be involved in politics. I guess you got to have a strong stomach. You can't have a, a, um, an upset stomach and be in politics because, yeah, it'd be, I don't know how they sleep at night. You know, you, you listen to some, I don't know where we start. Let's start with uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, you know, she gets up and she does a nice speech, you know. You know I like the story that she, uh, that she told, you know. Specifically, the one about, um, you know, her parents and her upbringing. That's nice. It's compelling. You know, she was a, a brown child in the black and white world. You know, brown. This is uh, still black. I don't know why. you put. I guess the, the 
just to be able to to, to make a, a slight distinction works well. You know, did him in a, a beauty pageant because people didn't know what to do, you know, how to how to point her and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's all cool. I and mean, Donald Trump doesn't believe, you know, he knows the dangers of, of cancel culture. And then, you know, it is. Now, if, I, if this was a question on Jeopardy, what company did Donald Trump, did the Don just try to get canceled? You know, everyone would get it right. That's why it probably wouldn't even be on Jeopardy because it's like, it's a giveaway. It's a, it's a giveaway. It's a given. You know what company that company was, right? Goodyear. And so to say that, it just becomes like, do you really believe this stuff or are you just saying it? Because I think, did she, who did she endorse? Didn't she endorse uh, Mark Rubio? I'm pretty sure it was Mark Rubio. But when you have, you know, your eyes on 2024, you know, you do whatever you need to do to, to, uh, to keep the ball rolling. It's politics. It's just lies. Like, if I didn't like you, I don't like you. Like, it's not going to change because now it's, it's politically expedient. Well, I guess it does change for some folks. Oh, well, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow, that's a, that's a dragonfly. So you have folks who just like, they're, they're just able to do anything. You know, you got a couple of people, Herschel Walker, you know, gave a, a speech. Uh, and uh, some people called him along with Vernon Johnson. Yeah, Uncle Tom. Let's see. It's a common phrase that's used when people don't particularly like your your views or whatever. So you're an Uncle Tom. And he's a politician. You know, that's what politicians do. Herschel Walker is not a politician, ex-football player. You know, comes out of the woodwork, 37 years, talking about the Don. There is nothing anyone could tell me about the Don that would change my perspective on him. He's a crooked narcissist i mean what, what can i tell you his his actions somebody said you know don't follow his actions you know don't listen to his words you know ignore his rhetoric ignore his rhetoric like who do we tell that to like don't listen to what he says watch what he does the two work hand in hand like if your words and your actions don't align there's something wrong there is something wrong with that picture, you know. And in the news, you have uh, Farwell. Wow, that story was kind of spicy. You know, I know how opposition work. Opposition, you know, you know, get the uh, the dirt on you. All of a sudden, comes out now. You know, do I think that's going to have any impact on? I watch Shonda Rhimes. You might know, listen to to these shows. You know how this stuff works. You know, what can I tell you? Mm, do I think that's going to have any impact on the Don? The Teflon Don? That's not going to stick to him. If he got through the Hollywood access tapes and all the other stuff previously, it's just not It's not going to bother him. But then uh, you think about what people say and then what they do, and the stuff comes out. Apparently, he likes standing in the corner while the pool guy, the pool guy, damn. It's odd. Hmm. I thought it was like the gardener. For a while, wasn't it the gardener that people were, were suspect of? Now they got to watch the pool guy. Oh, man. It's like, you know, I didn't know. He said he didn't know. Or he, he did know. He's now he's, you know, getting 
extorted. He wasn't going for that and getting blackmailed and everything. But he's resigning from the university. So, yeah, it's it's it has been an, an incredible. It's, it's only it's only it's only Tuesday. An incredible week. Yeah, a lot is jumping off. Got two more nights, three more nights of this thing. I won't be watching it. But I did hear um, a friend on on uh, Facebook, MLT, posted that. Um, oh yeah, what's the name? It was uh, I didn't I didn't listen to Tim Scott. You know, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to listen to Tim Scott. But MLT posted that uh, I think Candace Owens was was you know she didn't get the she didn't get the green light, yo. But I didn't get to see what it is she said about why she didn't, why she wasn't invited to the cookout. You think she, is that the cookout? I guess that's the, that's the, like, that's the cookout. That's the big deal, yo. Let's see. You had uh, several um, people on Twitter who, who noticed that, hey, yo, where's Candace? Why isn't Candace speaking? She wasn't on the short list of people to speak at the Republican National Convention. Damn. Oh, she was like the, the the trending topic on Twitter, man. Got over like twenty five thousand mentions. You know, open. She's she's been like an open supporter, man. She's been like riding with the dawn, like from like from the gate, yo. You know, and she said, yo, if she did have a chance to appear, Owen says she would have crushed former President Barack Obama who was openly critical of Trump during the Democratic National Convention last week. You know, she, she responded to a tweet, but yo, yo, she even, she went hard in the paint, yo. She went really hard. And um, you would have thought that maybe perhaps with all of this, you know, tap dancing and, and political jockeying and, and slamming and everything, that they would have invited her to, I wonder, did she go? You think she went? I don't even think she probably did. She go? Man, I just like oh, that's crazy, yo. But hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. You'll continue doing what you're doing. You don't think you're getting rewarded, but you know you have your eyes set on some other stuff. Who knows? Maybe she might change the tone. Might become a you know eyes have opened and no, I don't think so. She'll continue to ride out and do whatever it is that they got to do. That's politics, you know. Sometimes you get the nod and sometimes you don't. It's all a game. So she had to sit out this particular game, but you've been practicing. You've been practicing all season. It's the playoffs. You're ready to rock and roll. But I guess, you know, they tell you to sit down on the bench. And, um, yeah, you sit down on the bench. That's what happens. You know, you're riding out with your team. You know, you figure this is the playoffs. This is the time when you should be in the game. But, uh, yeah, she didn't get the nod. Yo, people were like, yo. Hey, but that's how things happen, man. What do you want? What do you want, buddy? I mean, I wasn't looking forward to hearing. I'm not even looking forward to watching this, uh, this, this, this uh, RNC. You know, in other news, you know, Kim Isaiah. Shout out to Kim Isaiah, yo. He's doing this um, this project for some young folks in New York, uh, collecting uh, school supplies for them. And yo, she said, could you? She asked me, would I make some masks for her? So yeah, I'm making some masks for her. Now, I see an article in the New York Times about who's wearing masks and who's not wearing masks, you know. And and the majority of the time they say it's men who are not who are not wearing the mask. And if they are wearing them, you know, they got the nose peekers and then the chin huggers, you know, it sounds like some uh, you know, gangs of New York gangs, you know, the nose peekers and the uh 
chin huggers. You know, I guess those were the guys that would hem you up. But so she asked about collect, you know, doing some masks. And so, yeah, I'm creating some masks for her. Um, I've got maybe two more huh, to do. And then, then we're good to go. But it's exciting stuff. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, to that. Figure out if you can make the mask stylish for people and, and encourage them to continue to go ahead and wear them. And, yo, then do that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's part of work. That's part of the work that I'm doing um, with the mask. In addition to, yo, you got to support the uh, the podcast. You know, you got to support the podcast. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. There was an interesting post that I came across on um, Instagram. I, th- I posted yesterday, I think early in the morning prior to seeing this post and it was about um yo no being a complete a complete sentence yo you don't have to give like explanations or excuses or i just felt very strongly about that it can save yourself and the person that you're talking to sometime they'll you know yeah you want to be considerate people's feelings or whatever but yo don't it's just best just to be up front and and just you know speak your mind um, no, I'm not interested in doing X, Y, and Z. And no, so yeah, why? Why do you think that that, that would be the case? Or whatever. Um, it's just easier that way rather than um, feeling as though you have to and because you don't want to. I get it. You know, you want to hurt someone's feelings. But it's more so about like time. Time is of the essence. Time is is important, you know, and rather than waste people's time or or rather than you feeling bad because you feel as though you have to say this particular thing to keep from hurting someone's feelings, just tell them no, you know? And so I go to a post and I come across a, um, a post by a, uh, from Mess in a Bottle. Little right, she's a CEO of Mess in a Bottle. And it's basically talking about, yo, Listen, you, you. There are times when something may happen. You don't necessarily have to. Um, you know, you don't have to. You you can just tell a person, yo, wait. Let me g- give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me um. Let me let me step back for a moment. Give me a second. Let me reevaluate some things, and then I will um. You know, then we can talk later. But uh, give me a moment right now uh, before I um you know, jump in and we start, we start talking or whatever. Sometimes you just need a moment. Mm-hmm. And then other times, you know, you might be able to talk or sometimes it's better to just step back and, and take that moment to reflect and think uh, before jumping in and saying something crazy or whatever. And people should just be able to respect that rather than, you know, you go ghost on them. And people are like, what, but what happened? You know, you know, you you delete and block folks without, you know, any explanation. And you don't owe anyone an explanation. Just take a moment. You know, I have people just kind of breathe for a second. And it reminds me of the, um, when I was thinking about, I had mentioned, you know, in terms of like black owned businesses. And if you experience a, a problem in, in business with someone, uh, there are times where people just walk away. People just walk away. They don't they don't spend a whole lot of time explaining stuff to you. Some people just walk away. Just is like, yeah, I, I just can't be bothered. You know, I'm just out, you know, and they just bounce and they take their business someplace else. You know, I think feedback is the breakfast of champions. So people would like to know, like, I would like to know, like, what's up? Like, let me know. You know, is this something I can correct? 
You know, if it's something that doesn't go, that doesn't violate my principles as a, as an individual, you know, then maybe it's something I could do to, uh, to correct the situation. Um, so yeah, you would want to know. And I had mentioned it, you know, I had this experience or whatever. My brother's like, yo, listen, man, you know, you should, you should go to him. You should go back to him and talk to him, you know, let him know what's going on, how you feel. Um, give him an opportunity to correct the situation. And yeah, so, you know, I sat on it for a moment and it's like, you know what? I mean, let me, let me consider this strategy. You know, it's not a, it's not a bad strategy. It's just like, yo, yo, let me think about this for a minute. And, and so I did, I went back and, you know, and spoke to him or whatever. And you start seeing that they're making some changes, you know, everyone's business acumen is different. Everyone's approach, everyone's personality is different. It may be, you know, just by, you know, your, your presence and being around, you might be able to, to uh, change some things, you know, Hey, there's always that. So I go into, um, a couple of these Walmarts, Walmart locations, you know, and they, um, they have in there these little, you know, fabric. Now fabric right now, it's not, it's not their major, it's not a major category for them, but when you think about the, the, where we find ourselves in this pandemic and you think about the leverage Walmart has, you know, and the reach they have, the power they have within retail, you know, they're renting out space to FedEx. They're renting out space to Subway. They're renting out space to like little salons. They've got, you know, they've got, they've got, they've got some power, you know. And so they should be able to have some power with the vendors. I go to about four or five of those locations in in um, Connecticut looking for some fabric, you know, since I started this question, you know, we're making some garments or whatever. You want something that's a little different. You figure I'd get some novelty item prints or whatever. They've got like um, a location in Milford. They have one in Orange. They've got one where I live in Wally World. Um, they have one in Norwalk. They have one also in um, Stratford. You know, they've, they've got them. They've got them sprinkled throughout Connecticut. And so I go to about four or five of them. And when I tell you that section is depleted out of stock, completely out of stock. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to go into my yo. Let me speak to a manager. I'm going to talk to somebody because this doesn't make sense. When you visit like four or five locations and everyone is out, everyone is out. Then either somebody there doesn't recognize like, yo. This is an opportunity. This is easy cash, yo. Buy it. Order up. You know, I know you can order up because I used to work there. I used to work in retail. I know. And I specifically worked at a Walmart. So I know you can order up. You order the outs, you know, check in, scan it. It tells you, yo, it's out. You need to order. And if it's something that you want to promote, you can bump it up. And change the quantity of the order. You can do this. This is not this is not rocket science. And they have the contact there. You can reach out to the vendor. You know, if that's your department, you can reach out to the vendor. Like you should be able to know this is an opportunity for you to be able to shine and say, this is what I've done in my department in this particular category. We grow, we grew year over year X by this because of these actions that I took. I recognize that there was an issue in the pandemic. So some areas, you know, might have taken a hit and some areas definitely 
you know, okay, they were selling out. So, ah, we got to sell, we got to, you know, purchase more hand sanitizer. We got to purchase more cleaning products. We got to, yo, okay, so they took the hit initially. Now they, they things have kind of leveled out. This is continuing to go. They're going back to school. People are continuing to make masks. Like, why would you not have fabric on hand? So, yeah, I reached out to the, uh, you know, I, yeah, I want to speak to the manager. So the manager was in the building. So I spoke to the assistant manager, like, what's happening, man? How you? How do you not know? Like, yo, I visited five locations, man, and you're all out. Like, how you not contact the vendor? How's this not like, you know, it's not like, yo, it's not like life, life or death. It's not like, you know, you got to have your, your pain medicine or whatever. It's not, we're not talking about the pharmacy. We're talking about an out, though, but it's still an out. Which means, like, if somebody's not watching, it's like, oh, you know, daggone fabric. Yo, you order it. And I can't imagine that people like normally wouldn't sell that much fabric in a Walmart are now moving some and now they don't want to sell anymore. Like you don't get like light a fire under somebody's ass, man. Like, yo, you got to. Yeah. So there are numbers. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm definitely calling the, uh, you know, I had the, uh, the receipt, got the receipt. I got the number there on the receipt. You got 1-800, uh, you know, uh, you got the, 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 this is the one on Barnum Avenue. You know, James is the uh, the manager. They put his phone number down there. I know I'm going to get a, uh, I know I'm going to get a, what's the name? Yo, you maybe, I don't know, maybe he's in in the morning. You know, hey, let's let's give him a buzz. Got Miguel up this morning. Miguel is one of the um, gentlemen who talked me into, you know, running this marathon. And so, yeah, he's going to be up at nine o'clock. But so let me give this, um, let me give this Walmart a call, see if the manager's in. You know? Let's see if the manager's in. <clears throat> what y'all got going on today, man? Mm hmm? Let's see if this manager's in. Mm -mm. Yeah, this is the, uh, the Stratford location. anybody then James or anyone else for that matter and they got a survey that you could take survey.walmart.com I don't think they're going to pick up the phone yo hmm? I don't think they're picking up the phone yo they're not picking up the phone so we're going to go ahead and end this call I will try to get back to them um, at some point later on during the day. But yeah, it's a major corporation. Yes. Um, so do I treat them any differently than I would treat a black business? No. Yeah. No. I'm still going to go and, and, and speak to the manager. Um, but you, I, I, would I expect more from a corporation of that size? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's unrealistic. That's not an unreasonable expectation. You know, the size of Walmart? Come on. That's not unreasonable to think that, yo, you guys should be able to do something to move this. You know? Yes. So there is a, they have their, uh, there's a survey that you can complete. There's a number there that you can reach out to. And yeah, I was in there and I took some video. You know, also took some video down at the barn. I'll release that a little later on. The barn is this, um, 
it's, it used to be a, a that's where you used to store the horses for the police department. Now they converted it, and it's it's this magnificent little gem in Bridgeport that you don't know about. Um, it's like hidden in the cut. So I'm in there and I'm asking, do you guys have a um, do you have a YouTube page? Do you have an Instagram page? Do you have a website? Like they've been around for like sixty some odd years. But like I, I guess at some point they hadn't moved into. That's why it's so important to have, um. <sighs> Just like extensions of, uh, you know, to keep new blood, to keep it moving and growing. Because if you wanted to, if, if it's been around 60 years, they must be doing something. You know, people know about them. It's spreading by word of mouth. But you think about like how the, the further reach, you know, of people, a new generation of, of people to be able to discover you and find out about fabric and where could I go and the style and young people that may consider doing reupholstery as as or maybe design it just it just opens up so many different avenues but it's just like it's 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 neglected it's not even thought about like is it something that you think about they don't even they don't have a page i go to their website they have a blog i click on the blog it, it, it it's there's nothing there there's no information there's no content they might need a content creator you know somebody develop content for them you know these are things that um it's it's just just like you want to take into consideration, man. You it might be and it might not be a bad idea to have a blog, you know. Especially if design, find one of these influencers in in Connecticut, uh, somewhere. You know, some people are looking to to write articles. They could write articles for you, but if you don't know about this stuff, then you just you don't see the value in it, and it becomes your idea. Like, how do you show someone value? To, into as far as social media that it has that the potential it has there for corporations for small businesses it's like yo you were you were here you can get influences influencers within Connecticut who do design interior so you think about you think about homeowners you know somebody's thinking about some exclusive type of garments or, or, or upholstery or bedroom fitting curtains or houses like there is a huge everybody you know everybody's living somewhere you know you want something a little bit more distinctive and you might be feeling you know a little creative and you want to sew and you get have classes you know training classes sewing classes you know it's just the list can go on and on but it's like you're not tapping into any of that even like a, a a class for you tap into the schools, the high schools, uh, training, develop a training, get a grant, some funding, and you have folks who come in, they got the space, you know, you have the equipment, you've got the machines, you're doing something in the community, you know, it just becomes like, the, I can sit down and write up, I could 20 ideas, I could come up with 20 ideas and have it and pitch it to them. Yeah, I could do that. You know, it's just ideas. It should be when you think about it creatively. It's like, as I saw, and I'm like, I could, yeah, I could do that. It's not a problem. You know, I hook a brother up. <laughs> so whatever y'all got going on today, y'all make it a good one. We out. Mm, it's not that hot yet. All right, let's get out of here.